0: Radio on the Go can go with you anywhere.
1: Download the free iPhone or Android app at RadioOnTheGo.com. Then listen live on your mobile device to 104.9 KLMJ. Radio on the Go.
2: New Year's resolutions. We all make statements proclaiming things we'd like to improve in the new year. Hi, this is Tessa Haller with First Bank Hampton. If you made a resolution to raise your credit score, we can help. We offer Credit Sense, a free credit monitoring feature with online and mobile banking. You can view your credit score, check your credit report, and read tips on how to improve your credit. There's even an option to monitor any changes made to your credit report. The first resolution is to know where you stand, and with Credit Sense, you'll be off to a great start. First Bank Hampton is a member FDIC. Welcome to the First Bank Hampton Newsmaker Program. Newsmaker is an informative local broadcast presented Monday through Friday on 104.9 KLMJ with interviews available in their entirety online at RadioOnTheGo.com. Each day, newsmakers from Hampton, Franklin County, and around the broadcast area visit with Radio On The Go about events, meetings, public policy, and issues that affect our area. And now, here's today's First Bank Hampton Newsmaker Program.
1: Good afternoon, Sean Deets joining you on the KLMJ Newsmaker Program this afternoon, joined by... Emily Schmidt with Suket Manufacturing. Emily is the Chief Administrative Officer for Suket Manufacturing as well as uh, General Counsel. And Emily, uh, you guys have recently announced that you're going to be jumping into helping the Sheffield community specifically with a much needed new venture. And uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, the new childcare uh, facility that you guys are undertaking up there.
0: Well, thank you very much, Sean, for having us on here to talk about this. This is something that's been Needed in Sheffield for a while and actually was taken on by my grandparents, uh, Eugene and Mary, back in the day with Hampton's uh, child care center that they helped prop up as well. So it's something that's been on the heart for all of us who are a family owned business. We know a lot of pressures go on all the family members outside of just the employee, and we had heard. Many through the grapevine, but also especially during the pandemic, the need for more child care centers. So the state opened up a business incentive grant to encourage businesses to be partners, not just more of a supply chain for child care centers, but partners in it. With the grant, business has to have a child care center near their location. So that's why in Sheffield, it was chosen for student manufacturing is because it had to be near our own manufacturing facility. And we're really excited about this. We did a lot of work with a survey done beforehand and working with HR and other community members of just the need for more child care for the area.
1: I, I think going back a few years, there's been a lot of surveys done. Uh, obviously, you know, you guys did your own survey, but I, I think the state did a statewide survey. And then I think the individual <laughs> school districts have done surveys uh, over the course of several years finding that shortage in child care. So definitely think that's needed in many communities throughout the state of Iowa, and especially right here in our own backyard in Franklin County. You mentioned your grandparents, uh, Eugene and Mary Suka, being a part of getting the Hampton Christian Daycare started here several years back. So obviously, Suka manufacturing a long history of helping communities and families in this way. Would you describe this as a little bit of a passion project then for Suka? Oh,
0: definitely. Passion project is something that definitely describes it because we are about looking at our employees not as employees but as their family as well and just the statistics are that it's in the high 20 percentage that the number of children that are in a child care desert which means that they would have to go over a certain amount mile, of miles to get to child care with an opening. In rural settings, it jumps up to 35%. So it's something that rural Iowa's experienced a harder hardship for. And then through the pandemic, it was actually women who had to step away from jobs and going out of the workforce because of lack of child care. So it not only was needed before, but the pandemic also really exacerbated the problem. And we are all about solutions here at SUGAP. And we're also about a great family life when you go home so that we wanted to see what we can do we pulled community members together had we've been in talks for over a year i would say that the need was there the interest was there and there's been many local businesses like central park dentistry and then united bank and trust in the school that have been very supportive of how can we make this
1: happen those community partners are obviously very important in a project like this and you're partnering with charlie brown preschool and child care on this project they've of course uh, got a reputation in North Iowa for the past uh, several decades. Talk a little bit about that process and how you were able to bring that partnership kind of to fruition to help make this a reality at this point.
0: A year ago or so, my assistant was having childcare issues of trying to find someone because it was an in-home child care center that kept on that, someone would not be able to continue or they retired and it was a passion project and it was get everybody around the table that might be interested, reach out to the different local childcare facilities already and see who might be interested in doing something and taking it on to a physical form in, in Sheffield. And Charlie Brown was very welcoming to that. They were excited to, at the opportunity to just affect more lives providing childcare in Sheffield and then we did a survey to our employees and we had you know, 90 different families. That indicated some sort of child care need. There was a high percentage that said they would travel with their. Children so that they could be with them longer during the day. Some of them drive for a certain amount of time, and that time in the car ride is also cherishable too with kids. And so, either near sight, be able to pick them up if if there's any issues, or just to pick them up and have lunch with them as well. So it creates lots of opportunities.
1: I think uh, in the release, uh, you guys talked about a little bit of the timeline. The goal is to have the facility open summer of 2024. As we look forward to, as the timeline continues to progress i know you mentioned some fundraising before we got started here and then also at a certain point you'll be you know obviously going through some bids and uh, having a groundbreaking and all that sort of thing what does that timeline look like
0: Yes, we're hoping to have it for summer 2024, which means that we would be doing some of the earthwork and everything uh, fall 2023 is what we're projecting. And we're working with the different local areas. How can we get the fundraising started? How should we kick this off? We'll have some exciting updates within the next few months of some of those fundraising ideas, which we'll reach out to everybody about. But then also getting the partners in place will be key. And since it is a matching grant that we receive from the government, so it you know, we have to raise $1.2 million to receive $1.2 million. They do have a lot of, as you would understand, red tape when it comes to government grants. So we are trying to navigate those. We have great team members figuring that out. So we'll have to navigate those, and that might extend the timetable a little bit as we go on. But that is what we're hoping, and we'd love to get it before our next busy season as we can, because this summer is definitely our busy season for employment.
1: We're visiting with Emily Schmidt from Sukup Manufacturing on the KLMJ Newsmaker program this afternoon about the recently announced uh, child care facility uh, coming to the community of Sheffield. In terms of location, you guys are going to be near the First Grace Baptist Church. You talked about how it had to be within a certain proximity of your manufacturing location there in Sheffield. Here in the Hampton community, you guys have partnered with Trinity Lutheran Church uh, for the last uh, little while on that uh, daycare venture. For First Grace Baptist Church, will that be a similar sort of relationship there?
0: We're still working with that congregation and therefore, how exactly little work. Everyone believed that there's a parking lot that could be accessed or during the weekdays um, that definitely had some synergies to be able to not recreate the whole thing. That way we could overlap. They have a playground out there outside already too, and they have a passion for helping out the local community. And on top of that, you know, we worked with the school a lot on this. of where could it be located? Where should it be? And there are many landlocked areas with the school. So we looked at properties that student manufacturer knows and what we could do to to contribute again. So that is the one that seemed to make the most sense. And we do think there'll be some great synergies with First Grace Baptist
1: Church as well. We're talking about the a lot about the daycare, but obviously Suket Manufacturing has been growing as well with new manufacturing facilities, including one here in Hampton. And I know other facilities you guys have been working to expand as well. So while we've got you here, can you provide a little bit of an update on manufacturing and those new locations and how things are going with the manufacturing business?
0: Yes, thanks for asking. Asking. The past couple years, where you're at, and where your supply chain is, has been very important and it's only gotten even more important. So we've been looking, we have a great, you know, it's a great thing to be in the food chain of the industry. So being part of that, also, you know, very blessed to be part of something that's so important, but it's also growing and growing. And so with more bushels are in the field means more bushels need to be stored. So in order to really capture that growth and meet our customer needs, we were able to expand with two different buildings of Hampton and that has been taken with some of our uh, material handling divisions and we've seen an uptick of applications just going in those different areas and we'll probably be hearing a little bit more about ups going into Clear Lake and that we'll be reaching out with a little bit more details on that. We already have facilities in Manly that we doubled the size within the past couple of years that has a rail facility with trains going through it that we get our supply chain raw materials right off the rail and it's in our facility. So it's definitely going with the trend of reshoring work that you're seeing across the nation and really concentrating around how can we invest in North Iowa. And the employment has been very responsive in every location that we've expanded. So we've been very fortunate to be a part of North Iowa and still seeing the interest of employment with us, even though it may seem not too far away from our core facility, it has seen an uptick of applications and interest.
1: And Emily, while we've got you here, is there anything else you you'd like to add on, on the either the daycare side or the manufacturing side? I know it's a busy time for you guys. Uh, you mentioned, you know, as you're, uh, I think you're onboarding somebody in your department, you mentioned before we turn the microphone on here. So lots of different projects going on, but anything else you'd like to add before we uh, let you get back to your day?
0: We've been having great luck with hiring. We just met with HR this morning and we're at the best position we've ever been in going into our busy year. So that's something that I think persists through the different times with the pandemic, but then just keeping with our core principles. Principles of family owned and family culture has really been able to keep people here, but also with new employees like Jamie and Amy and our other key employee hires that we've had. And we're really at a great mark for growth and how we go into that strategically. And so I'm sure you'll be getting lots more new press releases within the next three to six months to share some more details that I'm excited to then talk with you about in the future. So. We look forward to 2023, and we think it's going to be a great year for ag and and our industry, and specifically employment and the communities around Sheffield.
1: Emily Schmidt, once again, is our guest on the Radio on the Go Newsmaker program. Emily is the Chief Administrative Officer and General Counsel for Sukup Manufacturing. Thank you so much for being generous with your time this afternoon. We'll let you get back to your day, and uh, congratulations on all the success in the new venture.
2: Thank you, Sean. You as well. Thanks for listening to today's Newsmaker program presented by your friends at First Bank Hampton. First Bank Hampton's Newsmaker program can be heard every Monday through Friday on 104.9 FM following KLMJ's News at Noon. To hear today's conversation in its entirety, visit RadioOnTheGo.com and click Newsmaker under the News tab. Podcast listeners can follow Newsmaker and listen to other broadcasts on demand by subscribing to the Radio on the Go podcast for free on iTunes and Stitcher. With chilly weather of January, spring planting feels like it's a long way out. Hi, this is Eric Reichertz with First Bank Hampton. January is the ideal time to finalize financing for this year's crop, and you can count on us. First Bank Hampton is a full-service agricultural bank offering operating lines of credit as well as loans for equipment, buildings, and farmland. Whether you're a large or small operation, we'd like to be your bank by providing you with competitive rates, great service, and terms you'll truly appreciate. At First Bank Hampton, we're proud to serve local farmers. Member F- FDIC, an equal housing lender.